So, Nick, what are you drinking today? I just got a slushy from Sonic. It's pretty good. Mm. Do you want to share what's in that slushy? It's, uh, it's got Red Bull in it. Red Bull. Sweet 16. Episode 16 open by accident. I'm Nick. And I'm Matt. I actually have something I want you to try. Um, I picked this up on a whim, and then when I was at another liquor store after buying this at another liquor store, the guy's like, oh, yeah, you got to try Tropic Slam, because he had they only offered it in a six-pack, and he had six okay. six-packs. Oh. Left? No, that's total? what he was taking. That's what he was buying. And, oh. he, and he said, yeah, this is really good. It's kind of like tastes like a soda, but it's called Tropic Slam from a brewery called Boulevard. Okay. Uh, it's... Tart ale with guava, pineapple, and orange. So the only thing I've had Tropic as I tried this was Trop Top, which is by, I can't think of the brewery, but mm. it's kind of a grapefruit. Yeah, ale. okay. It okay. was also good. I think you'll like this. Oh, wow. Sensory Init- overload? Yeah. Initial... It's like you just took a big old sip of orange juice right in the morning, you know? Yeah, but do you get that like kind of like soda soda vibe? Too? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's a beer. So it's like yeah. sparkling orange juice, oh, you know, good. with it's the great. Great, little grapefruit in there. I mean, I could drink that in the morning. That's tasty. That yeah. is very tasty. It needs an orange wedge in it, you know, or something yeah. or on it. Okay. So better than my drink, I'll tell you what. Well, I'm off. Yours, yeah. yours is putting you to bed. Mine's keeping me up. So <laughs> Yeah, that's this is true. This is true. So anything new in your world, Nick? Not a whole lot. Uh, didn't do a whole lot this week, but work. Um, I actually been playing a lot of Project Zomboid, which I mentioned last time yeah. and yep. plenty of times before. Playing with actually, the same crew? Actually, no. It's a, a new crew. I joined a couple of new uh, role-playing servers on there. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I actually logged more hours in the game this week than I did at my job. So, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so, but it's going to get, it's going to good time and I'm actually joining a new one soon with the same crew of people. So it should be pretty okay. fun. Uh, so you might say that, um, you're sinking as much time into it as I've sank into rust in the past. Like, I guess I, I've, I've kind of cooled it. So maybe like a month, I'll probably put 40 hours of rust in a month in the past month. Yeah. I'm up to, uh, 200 hours on Zomboid and I put 50 hours in this week. So okay. wow. Yeah. That's a lot. I'm kind of addicted. It's, that's a, it's lot. a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those games where the server like rust, it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And with it being a role play server, you just want to keep progressing and keep, you know, you never know what yeah. encounters you'll encounter with people getting on. So, yeah, I'd actually like to, uh, try out rust on PC just because I want to try like a PVE server. Yeah, um, with the community servers. Well, and, you know, and then, and then there's people like designing like AI bases to raid, and then there's AI inside and that sort of thing. And I don't know, it just looks interesting. I was watching a a recent uh, uh, Bernie video of Rust, and they they were doing something with uh, like a Twitch big event, and there was like like a group of AI scientists like chasing them down, and it's just like I want to do that. I I want to I want to yeah. group up and you know, fight scientists and not see always versus the same thing and just rinse and repeat. And that's what I experience on project Zomboid is because the server is hosted by an admin who is good at coding and things like that. So we actually had an encounter where we were taking on 
a tunnel full of zombies. Yeah. And he was actually like spawning in more for us and making it a very cinematic encounter instead of just your typical game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and with that, you know, with him being able to do that kind of thing, it adds to the game with you know different cinematic moments where the normal game just wouldn't wouldn't be able to do. Sure, sure. Yeah, that, like I said, I think I think I'm going to be more of a role player than a uh, just PV, PvP and and do what you're supposed to do. I Nothing mean, wrong with that, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I uh, was sent a uh, DVD in the mail by a friend of the show, Derek. Uh, he sent me the first season of Scrubs on DVD. So thank you, Derek. I appreciate Sweet. it. Uh, I, did, I did start watching it. This is the first time I've ever watched it. Really? Yeah. Never never sat down and watched it. Oh, I mean, man. I knew of the show, but yeah. I just, I don't know. never piqued my interest to actually go and check it out. I watched the first three episodes, and um, I think I really like Dr. Cox. Yeah. He's, he's, he's hilarious. <laughs> so I, do, I, I have noticed in the three episodes I've watched that they have really good choice of music like licensed music throughout throughout the the show. Yes. Um and it's always something different. It's not like the intro title screen or something like that. I mean, that's a catchy cool little theme, but right. but the actual like when there's like serious moments and he's having his like little thoughts and blurbs and there's music in the background, I'm like, "Wow." I mean, they really nailed it with the music choice. Yeah, you'll find throughout the series that like the emotional moments they nail with some of the music they? of okay. the of the time period cuz it's early 2000s. Yeah. And it's, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll bring it to and your maybe, eye. And maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why it's, it's like easy for me to relate to because it did come out in early two thousands and I was a teenager working into my twenties and, you know, that time frame. Exactly. So uh, that's why I'm surprised you never watched it, you know, but dude, I, it's when I was younger, I loved that. The show. best way I could explain it is like, I explained it to Derek is it's like, I, when this show came out, I was doing stuff. I mean, that was in the heyday of me going to car shows. Uh, you know, I had other focal points. I mean, I was, oh, yeah, I was, I was working, you know, a, a regular nine to five job. And then I was staying out every night until like two in the morning. I didn't watch TV shows that were on network television in the early two thousands because and I was out running a show too. that was just yeah. reruns, you know? So. Yeah. And by the time, by the time I was like settling down, like, okay, well now I'm old and now I'm married. I'm going to start watching TV. <laughs> it was, you know, past its, I mean, it, it probably already run its course. Right. But no, I'm enjoying it. So thank you, Derek. I appreciate the gift. Uh, it was really awesome of you. Um, so I got this flyer in the mail. Okay. From Best Buy. Okay. And it really piqued my interest because this relates to how people bash GameStop all the time for their trade-ins. They're like, oh, yeah, trade in 45 games and they give me $3. Right. Well, you know, there's worse out there because there's Best Buy. Yeah, because they don't do used stuff. Well, they don't, I, and I, I'm, that's why I'm kind of curious about this flyer because it's like you don't walk into Best Buy anymore. They don't have a used section like they did like a decade ago, and even when you did, it wasn't much of a selection. Right. So this flyer, you know, they try to bait you in right away. Get up to a $240 Best Buy gift card with trade-in, and they're focusing in on stuff you've purchased, and they know for a fact that I bought a Series S from them and a Series X Xbox. Okay. Because I was able to get a Series S early on because that's what was available. Yeah. And up until like maybe just the past like eight months is when you could get a Series X. So up to $240. Yeah. They're offering $90 in trade credit for a Series S or $150 for trade credit 
for a Series X. That is literally around 30% of retail. And mind you, up until like maybe eight months ago, that's that's about the time frame where you could, I mean, now you can walk into a store and buy a Series X. Right. But eight months ago, you necessarily couldn't. Yeah. Right? I just, it's still the, the newest console. And they're offering about 30% of trade. That's insane. It and makes no sense. And it's trade credit because you're getting a gift card. Right? Right. Okay. So I'm like, all right, well, everybody complains. You want to pop your knuckles later? Sorry. Um, everybody complains online about how bad the trade values are at GameStop. You buy a game for $60 a day and they offer you $5 tomorrow. Right. But they, they deal in used games. So they it's deal like in used games. Eventually, you could just go buy that game from them for $5 at yeah. some point. You know? And typically, they like like a day one release, if you trade it in within the same week, typically you're going to get half your money back. Yeah. I mean, as soon as you open the packaging, yeah, it's that's half, like 30% off. Yeah. yeah. No, 50% off. 50, okay, 50% off, yeah. But here we are, 70% difference. <laughs> so I decided to go ahead and look up on GameStop's website what the, as they put it, good trade-in value is. Good trade-in. <laughs> at GameStop. Now, mind you, GameStop has a, a subscription program, and the trade-in value or the even the cash price varies based upon if you're a member or not. But if you're not a member, the cash value, that means they're going to hand you cash. Okay. It's not a gift card. It's yeah, not it's trade credit. It is cash in your pocket. You can go spend it anywhere. Okay. You can go to the C store and get your 40 and your smokes, <laughs> or you can go to Best Buy and buy your electronics. Okay. $280. Are you shitting me? <laughs> for cash. Now, mind you, when you get into the trade value, you're going to get, get a little, little bit more. more. Yeah. And like the top tier was like, if you're a pro member and you trade it in for store credit, they're going to give you 350 bucks. So if you're comparing it just straight trade in to, you know, it's almost double, double, almost double. I didn't look up the series S, but because I'm just like, I was just baffled by this stupid flyer. I'm like anybody that uses the Best Buy flyer that where they want you to trade in. What am I upgrading to? There is not a series yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. So why does it say up to 240, but. Because so you, if you, you add you 150 <laughs> plus 90, because they know I own both these products because I bought them at Best Buy, <laughs> you're eligible for up to $240. Cause I was, I had that same thought process. Like, well, maybe if it's because you're a member or, or something like that. Other stuff. And then I realized, oh no, it's 150 plus 90 is 240. So they're probably just sending out these cards to every person who's bought in any system in the past yes who, year, and be like, so hey, you want to sell us your stuff back? <laughs> this isn't necessarily like like John Doe down the street might get one of these same exact cards, but it's going to have like his laptop and his TV on there. That's crazy. Not two Xboxes. Well, it just goes to show you, people, do your research. Okay, don't just yes. go off the thing in front of your face. Yeah, do a little. Yeah, <laughs> do a little research. I I seen this and I'm like, I got to talk about this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, do your due diligence, so. people. <laughs> um, something else in the news in the local news, we had a really bad car accident. Um, if anybody's injured, uh, I sympathize with them and their families. I don't I don't recall reading where anybody individually was injured in the accident, but cows were involved. 
there was a tractor trailer with a lot of cattle on it. Okay. And I just kind of wanted your opinion on this because I could not control myself with laughter when the news article I read stated that anywhere from one to three cattle after the accident jumped off the bridge into the Missouri River. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I mean, they were probably on to the slaughterhouse. Home on the range, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I'm going to take my chances yeah. in the water. It's like prisoners, you know. Would you, If you're going to a prison, it's like, would you want to jump in the Brit in the water? Or? I know. I know that that's the only thing. I mean, it was a pretty bad accident. There was multiple you, vehicles involved. Do you know if the cows that jumped died or? I would imagine so. I think cows can swim, but or ford rivers or something. But you know what bridge? It's it's the it's a tall bridge. It's yeah, a no. tall bridge. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt here. Oh man, I think that's, later. That's rough. I loved how the article read though, where it said one to three. <laughs> they couldn't we're tell. Miss, we're missing a couple, <laughs> but. And uh, probably one of the funniest things I could think of to say when I was talking about this was th- some of my friends was I want to hear the Missourian who witnessed the one cow for sure jumping off the bridge, how he talked, because it's probably like some hillbilly. Oh, yeah, I seen that cow jump off the side bridge. Or maybe the guy, <laughs> they kept asking him how many cows jumped and he kept giving him a number and they're like, wow. I can't understand what you're yeah. saying. I think it's one between one and three. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. But I think I think ultimately it was just one. Yeah. But there could there's a couple missing. That poor cow. I mean, he was I mean, he was already feeling it on the way to the slaughterhouse, and then yeah. he's just like, here's my chance. You know what? Can you fly, Bobby? Well, because you know, with all the crazy noises <laughs> and the smashing, doesn't know what's going on. He's like, Yeah, he's probably well, there's panicking. an open oh <laughs> water open shot. <laughs> I've dealt with water before. <laughs> it was was it Ricky Bobby? I'm on fire, I'm on fire, and he sees the water. <laughs> exactly. Splash. I've dealt with water before and he thinks it's right there. No. Yeah. So, I don't know. I also feel for whoever, you know, was dealing with that car accident. Um my, my prayers go out to anybody who may be injured or Well, yeah, because it was it was a pretty bad accident. Yeah, those cows. Yeah, uh, let's say a prayer for the suicidal cow. Yep. All right, guys. So um, we were kind of ready to start moving in towards our main Away topic. from the cows? Yeah, Away from the cows? Okay. Um, so last week I talked about uh, Evercade a little bit. Um, I got a, a collection of Evercade games in. I did end up playing a couple of the games from a couple of the collections, uh, one of them being on the Pico Collection 3, um, I fired up Zero Tolerance and played through the first couple ah, levels. And nice. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it plays exactly as I remember. Um, cool. uh, probably a lot of uh, it is nostalgia because, I mean, it's it's a pretty primitive first-person shooter, but it's still a lot of fun. Well, yeah, um, it was awesome for its time. Oh, you know? yeah, totally, totally. So I played a little bit of that. And then on the Jalico Arcade Collection 1, I played a beat-em-up game called 64th Street, A Detective Story. It is a uh, cooperative, simultaneous beat-em-up, so basic controls. Uh, you basically have a jump and an attack, and then you move around and go through kind of like Final Fight style or Streets of Rage. Okay, sounds um, fun. You have a special move where you, if you hit the, you know, jump and attack at the same time, you'll do a special move, but it doesn't, I don't know if it's based on your life meter or if it just doesn't pull off every single time, but it was very intermittent when it'd work okay and a lot of times you just do like a back kick gotcha 
Um, but essentially the, the game is set like in the thirties and there's like, uh, you know, thirties, like steam technology, like steampunkish stuff or bad guy. And of course there's a girl that's kidnapped and you're a detective going and rescuing her, uh, pretty forgettable story. Uh, the gameplay is a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it actually took me a while to get through the game. It took me about an hour for a beat em up arcade okay. beat em up. That's, that's, it's got some staying power. Um, of course, it's got your typical problems where it's just a quarter muncher. You know, you get to a certain boss and he's just like going to spam you and eat your quarters and you just put more in. Yeah. But it was a fun playthrough. Uh, I think it'd be even more fun if you had a partner to play with. But I played it on my EXP, which is the handheld, and uh, enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. So I got some Evercade time in this week uh, and that was good. And um, I had mentioned on last week's episode that there really hadn't been any Evercade news. Right. And like quite literally like, I don't know, an hour after we had recorded, Evercade had dropped their showcase, which I, I guess I had forgotten about or just was misinformed as to when it was going to drop. Um, but essentially, uh, a showcase is kind of like a Nintendo Direct. It's an announcement of the upcoming things that are happening. And um, this is the first time they've actually called it a showcase and really put a lot of emphasis onto it. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to do like a listen along. Yeah. Um, So this is going to be kind of our deep dive into upcoming Evercade stuff. Uh, For those that don't know, this is a home console and a portable console that focuses on cartridge based um, games. Uh, Usually there's multiple games per cartridge. Like, you know, Pico's got a collection with 20 games on it. And then there's like a better collection with like, you know, better games that has Xeno Crisis and uh, Tangled on it, and there's just two games on it. Yeah. But every cartridge is a multi-cartridge in some capacity. It just kind of depends on the quality of the games. Right. And you mentioned that uh, this they put more effort into this one, this video, than they had before. So it's good that they're just, you know, ramping up their Yeah, kind of typically in the past, what you'd get is like a minute, like, preview of one individual cartridge coming out, whereas right. this was kind of like like I said, put together like a Nintendo Direct where they're talking to you and then they're making a presentation about a bunch of different different stuff that is coming out. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk, listen through it. We'll kind of chat as we go. We'll see how this is kind of a test run and see what happens. And then uh, we'll kind of take a deeper dive into it a little afterwards. So if you're an Evercade fan, this is the episode for you. Yes, it is. So I apologize for any interruptions quality because we're just going to go ahead and... uh, Streamless directly through Bluetooth uh, via my phone, but the audio quality should be fine. It's just, we might get some interruptions. Find out what happens. Yep. Welcome to the Evercade Showcase Volume 1. Hello, I'm Sean, and thank you for tuning into the Evercade Showcase Volume 1. I'll be taking you through some of the upcoming cartridge announcements for Evercade. You heard now, that you haven't right? seen this, Nick, but cartridge. I've already watched through it. Right. So they'll give you a little backstory as to what Evercade, Evercade is. Here's a quick recap. Evercade is a retro gaming system that uses physical cartridges to play games. We officially license these games from their owners and emulate them on our gaming systems, the Evercade VS Home Console Which and has the recently controller ports. Evercade EXP Handheld. Our physical cartridge collections feature multiple Highly games from the famous EXP publishers over the old across gaming really? history yes. from retro consoles, home computers and the arcade, as well as our own native ports as well. 
I'm just so excited to see some Each of these games, like PlayStation games. Each release takes you back to the stuff, classic like gaming experience oh, sure. of getting a box, a full-color manual, and a physical cartridge that you can collect. Perfect for those collectors out there. And all of this for only $19.99 or £17.99 a cartridge. This is a UK-based company, so you're going to get a lot of reference to We're entering the our fourth year of bringing retro classics, modern indie greats, and hidden gems to our ever-growing audience of Evercade fans. And it's only getting bigger. So let's get right to it with our first cartridge announcement today, which will expand our home computer line with more Amiga classics. Amiga. Peggy 12. I never played the Amiga before. Neither have I. So this is all new. I mean, I've played some of these games that are on this, but in other forms. Right. And you'll recognize Amiga a couple edition. of them. Yeah, okay. Another world. Which is also known as Out of This World. Right. Flashback. Looks cool. Future Wars, Time, Time Traveler, and Operation Stealth, Stealth, which are like uh, point-and-click adventures, cool. which I'm kind of int intrigued and interested as to how they'll implement that with like basic controllers. As it's called control. Delphine Cinematics Collection. Yeah. Yep. There's something that gets mentioned here that kind of makes me question them putting this on the uh, Two of the most visually recognizable the retro games line. in history have found their way to Evercade. From French publisher Delphine Software, we bring the cinematic Amiga classic Another World alongside the console version of the legendary platform. Notice how they say console version. So one ever it sounds like through the grapevine, because I'm kind of interacting with the, games from the, the groups and Evercade fandom. Point and click it's the Sega the Genesis version. So if it's a Sega Genesis version of a game, Operation how is it part of the Amiga collection? Right. Should it be the Amiga port? And that's possible, in and then it's just easier to implement the controls because you're using a real controller? Right. I don't know. That, one's, that one I'm not too terribly excited about. I mean, I'm gonna get it, but... I've never really been into point-and-click adventures. I just love the concept of One them. One of Evercade's great strengths has been to bring you... Oh, I did try that game out, the, the little racer scooter, your pizza delivery scooter game. Oh, that's cool. Classic games. I was on the and Pico collection. is no different. We've already you can easily find this. I watched arcade play that one. That yeah, that's fun. Uh, you can easily find this video on YouTube, by the way, uh, under a search, quick search of Evercade Showcase. And if anybody's it's interested, it's through the official Evercade YouTube channel. Of long lost arcade titles from Korea. For those that want to watch along. Peggy 12. I should have mentioned that at the beginning. <laughs> that's all right. Well, we just wing it here. So what we have is the Pico Arcade 1. Nine games. One cartridge for nine games. That's quite a bit. Master's Fury. The Legend of Silk Road, which that'll probably be the one reason I'd buy Burglar it. Burglar X. I've heard good cool. things about that. Another fighter, Dragon, Dragon Master. Master. Fancy World. Magic Purple. Purple. Some terrible names. Yeah. Steel, Steel Force. Force. That's a good one. That kind of looks like um, the uh, Ultimate Tennis, the Team Seventeen Collection uh, game. Yeah, Alien Breed, top down. And then Diver Boy. It also. Yeah, shows. and the, the sports game selection is kind of meh. On yeah, the I love how it's like there's a couple of cool games that are like tennis. It's like 
All right. Uh, <laughs> swing and a miss. Pico Arcade One is Evercade's latest collection of fighters of retro fun, publishers Pico Interactive. We're bringing and that, nine that weird one, that burglar X from the yeah, Korean arcade weird. developer Unico alongside great titles from Europe. So these are all from Fight the same company, Unico. Paths in the Legend of Silk Road. It's a Korean-based company, so for your own this is stuff that you probably would have never have seen or heard of before. Masters gotcha. Fury. That's probably the biggest dive thing from Evercade is it's about discovery. With diver boy. And this is this just plays right into that. Space yeah. and that's why they're multi-carts, you know? Yeah. It's like you can't discover stuff by spending this money on one game. Very quickly earn a place in many Evercade fans' hearts. And you too can find a new favorite and enjoy the discovery that Evercade provides. This collection will be released in August 2023, and you can pre-order this from June So nine games for $20, which just over two that's bucks tomorrow a game. If you're watching this live. If you want to break it down that way. Or you can buy Call of Duty for 80. Yeah. <laughs> and then have an update day one of 120 gigabytes. <laughs> I like Evercade's choice of Evercade music. Evercade is constantly expanding. And alongside these hidden gems from the history of the arcade and the forgotten classics of the 8 and 16-bit eras, we have brought more legally licensed games to Evercade that's, than any uh, that's other retro key. gaming It's all legal. They, they license the stuff from By the, the owners. Evercade will have published over 450 games across 50 cartridge collections. And even more bonus titles on our Evercade hardware, including the 18 great games from Capcom that are available not sure if needs on the Evercade. Said, but Evercade's not a paid sponsor as well. So. No, not at all. The great names from not gaming at all. history. We do like this Atari, because I am a fan Code of Evercade. And I'm a fan of video games in general. Technos, so. Data East, Power Total of the Plan, Team 17, and more we've been able to bring even more from the indie gaming scene. Working with publishers like Mega Cat Studios and Morph Cat Games, or the some Morph of the Cat great Games collection's good. Mm -hmm. The Micromages game, yeah. excellent, the excellent co-op game. Games like Tanza, not very, not very easy when you're in the game. No, no. <laughs> Donut Dodo. Oh, Donut Dodo is so much fun. Range that brings great so I haven't played that one yet. I had to update my systems, though, because collection. there was a firmware update to allow you to play some of the new cartridges, so it's like Donut Dodo's gone. It's a collection of cartridges. Arcade memories and hidden gems. It's all part of the physical classic monster truck experience. That's fun. And with that, we're bringing more indie games to Evercade. And this announcement is one that the Evercade fan base has been waiting for for a long time. Peggy 7. Yeah, this is this is a good one. I'm excited about this one. The Sydney Hunter Collection. So it's going to have four games on it. It's going to have... Uh, the Super Nintendo Sydney Hunter, the Sega Master System Sydney Hunter, the Intel Vision Sydney Hunter, and then a, a new uh, game called Jester. And I'm not sure what console that one's based on. Does Jester play like the Sydney Hunter games? Is that what it's on? I don't about? think so. No, I mean, okay. Sydney Hunter is more of like a Indiana Jones type game. I'll talk more about it here in a moment. Yeah. From Collectivision Games, the modern retro adventure franchise is finally on Evercade. Three Sydney Hunter games are here to own on one cartridge, with the Intellivision-based Sydney Hunter and the Shrines of Peril, the 8-bit Sydney Hunter and the Sacred Tribe, 
and the 16-bit Sydney Hunter and the Caverns of Death. Alongside That's the probably the one I'm most excited to check out on this collection. Games, you can also play the brand new 8-bit dungeon crawler from Collectivision, Jester. The cool. Sydney Hunter collection will Did be you available Spelunky? in August 2023. No. And you can pre-order so that plays kind of like the City Hunters, it looks like. Okay. Kind of like side-scrolling no, puzzle adventure, whatever. There was an old Nintendo game I used to play called Speed Longer. So this is a little different, probably. Yeah. There are more console-based really collections about that tennis coming game? in 2023. Uh, we have another for you right now signaling the return of a legendary Japanese developer. Mm. Have they put any Another metal slugs on there? On no, no they, that, not the Neo Geo. Really. Seven. This, this is a good one, though. Oh, Sunsoft. Yep. I, I just can't believe there's Mr. Gimmick, which is amazing that we're getting it. Arabian, I guess that's their first game, or one of their first games. Uh, there's two other games on here, Blaster Master Boy and Blaster Master, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I grew up in Journey to Silius, which is an excellent game. So Journey to Silius was actually supposed to be a licensed game with the Terminator theme. Oh, really? Yeah. And Interesting. And I, I've never played it, but I hear it's really good. I grew up playing Blaster Master because we had it as kids. For nearly well, 40 I had years, it as a kid. Yeah, we Sunsoft had a, Games we had have a version of it on PlayStation. Retro of game fan and every retro uh, Blaster game Master, Blaster Master lists. blasting again. Now, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, that was already fun. That was a good game. Well, that's the first Blaster Master. Yeah, I haven't played any of those six, so that'd be one to check out. Critically lauded platformer, Mr. Gimmick, the great shooter, Blaster Master, and Blaster Master Boy. Join the great science fiction action classic Journey to Silius and the colorful platformer Aero the Acrobat alongside one, the one of I'm least excited about is Aero the Acrobat console games gotcha. because that was Arabia. during the craze of this first uh, we got to have a mascot game. in September 2023 and available to pre-order from July 2023 of the four that's probably the one I'm most excited about fair enough I every uh, thing I've listened to and in now, reaction to uh, some Evercade news this announcement most people are like oh and there's mr gimmick and it's just like it's like the best game for nintendo right. that we didn't the get in the states i've yeah, never played it i've always expanding. heard good things though and two more collections will be coming in 2023 bringing Ew. the total up to 16. that's more cartridges in a 12-month period than we've ever done before well, Evercade has become a great vehicle for maybe they gotta make up for those uh, nicked uh, Evercades, huh? <laughs> hey, we don't talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we felt it was time they got their own spotlight. That was we'll a, I can't remember what that game was, but that was a fun game. There's, man, there's so many great games on this. I love how they just give you a little five seconds. You're like, oh, in the Evercade oh, that one. Showcase Volume Two, an indie special. That, that'll be a good one. To watch on our YouTube channel this July. Yeah, I'm looking Make forward to sure more short showcase videos. And join us Isn't this awesome? They did a very good job. Yep. Many for for such a small company, firmware, this is amazing to me. Out is per game button mapping. This, you can that now is... Select the oh, that you, want you literally had so a complaint overdue. about it before they made so this video. So overdue. <laughs> this feature is going to be fully rolled out this July for Evercade VS and Evercade EXP users. Yeah, being having control of... Where you map the buttons is gonna be 
amazing. So far, we've revealed four new collections and 23 new games. Yeah, 23 games. Publishers encapsulating multiple gaming systems. Not terrible. Which must no, mean not. that it's for just and a few more to go. Wait, who are you? Peggy 18. No way. Yep. I think they absolutely nailed this. It's go time. They got Duke Nukem 3D. Duke Nukem Land of the Babes. Never played that one. That was a PlayStation 1. Duke Nukem, uh, Duke Advance. Nukem Advance, so Game Boy Advance version. Duke Nukem Time to Kill. Played either of those. And introducing Duke Nukem 1 and 2 Remastered. No kidding. So that's six Duke Nukem games. Somewhere, somehow, that's crazy. someone's gonna play. Damn, I'm good. November of 2023. That's the stuff. To get. I am, I am <laughs> totally pumped. And Gearbox Entertainment Company proudly present Evercade Duke Nukem Collections 1 and 2, available in November 2023. Six classic games from the history of Duke Nukem are available on two physical cartridge collections, including the seminal Duke Nukem 3D, and for the first time, Duke Nukem 1 and 2 Remastered, a new collection of the original Duke Never Nukem platform games. No, those that were like developed uh, by Blaze Entertainment uh, like for DOS this exclusives or no, PC exclusive improvements to the early 90s computer Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's where Duke Nukem started. Yes, yeah. gameplay, upscaled <laughs> a side scroller shooter. And it's crazy how like, there's Duke Nukem Advance, you know? Because yeah. the Game Boy Advance had some like canonic games in some of these series, like Resident Evil and stuff that like, nobody thinks about because they're. You can also play version, the games know. as they originally were as well. Evercade will be presenting a deep dive on the Duke Nukem 1 and 2 remastered games in August this year. And that sits alongside a game that needs no introduction. Duke so I Nukem think the Duke 3D. Nukem 3D, These Land of the Babes, and Time to Kill Duke are all going to be the PlayStation versions. As well as taking the battle back to Dr. Proton, the evil Rigelatines, and saving the world, Duke Nukem Collection 2 will feature more from the Duke Nukem universe, including the two 32-bit console games Time to Kill and Land of the Babes, as well as the impressive handheld game Duke Nukem Advance. These two cartridge collections are yeah, available are must -buys. in November yeah. 2023 and will be available to pre-order in August So, you know how the Evercade VS has a dual cartridge slot, and sometimes when you plug in two different cartridges, you get a hidden game? Available yeah. exclusively There's from what, what is the hidden <laughs> game? Evercade what is VS the hidden? Atomic Edition. Oh, this release man. of the Evercade VS features a brand new color scheme inspired by the action movies of the 1980s and 1990s, not only on the console, but also on the two I, the controllers. controllers. Mm. You'll also get I love the yellow cords. theme on the firmware itself, 
and the certificate the Evercade VS Atomic Edition is limited to 2,000 units only and will be sold on a first-come, first-served basis via pre-order at funstock.co.uk and funstock.eu. Have they already the Evercade ran out? VS Atomic Edition will cost £119.99 really and no. will be released in November 2023. But you know we don't like hanging about. So... The Evercade VS Atomic Edition, available exclusively from Funstock and limited to 2,000 units, will be available to pre-order at the conclusion of this show. That's right, it's dropping just after we finish the Evercade Showcase Volume 1. Simply head to Funstock and pre-order your Evercade VS Atomic Edition right now. That's an amazing luck, bundle. Everyone. Yeah. I'm kind of curious what the box is going to look like. Hopefully it's all Duke Nukem themed, but... I don't know. I kind of hope the box isn't, because then you won't even open it. And with those six <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, like, open, I'm, open, I'm opening it. <laughs> That's it for the OK Showcase. It's so good looking. If I, can, if I can get one, I'm opening it. Thank you for watching. We hope didn't you enjoyed open it everything either, that you saw today. I wonder if there's a little hidden... excited as we are about what's well, to come. Well, and did you see that we'll see there's a, uh, like a background the theme the in the system that's unique to that but system? Then, that console? Goodbye. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So maybe... Oh, man. That's that's awesome. I wonder if the pre-order's already sold out, though. Um, yeah, we'll talk here in a minute uh, okay. once this uh, video closes out. So that was from Blaze Entertainment, uh, our friends that have given us the Evercade. Again, not uh, a sponsor. Not sponsored at all, but uh, quite amazing little system. Um, so Nick was asking if the uh, the Evercade Atomic Edition, which is inspired by the action movies of the 90s, not Duke Nukem <laughs> at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Uh, if it was sold out, and I can confirm because I screenshotted it within 24 hours of it going live, it was sold out. Dang. I wish you would have gotten one. I did. Heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I finished watching the video, I had it pre-ordered. That's awesome, dude. That's I was awesome. like, I'm not messing around with this one. I Because I really like the look of this system. Oh, yeah. I don't need a third Evercade VS system, which is the home console one. So I'll probably be parting ways with my original white one because I also have the Founders Edition, which is black. And I love the, the look of the black, but this blows it out of the water. I know. Like, I oh, know. my goodness. With the yellow strip of I light. Oh, I know. Beautiful. It's, it's, it's pretty outstanding. Uh, there's a lot of games on this that I'm really excited about. Uh what what really did it for you in this uh, showcase? So, I'm not I'm not big on a lot of those like fighters and stuff from outside the country, you know. I, okay, I, so the Pico Arcade Collection. I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I'm least excited about that. The, I mean, it's uh, gonna be, it's gonna be cool. And I'm sure the games are fun, but I'm just not like, you know, yeah, going that, out of my way to play them. Yeah, there's like okay, you know, that'll be fine, you know. But it it's it's kind of like what you'd have expected, like the first year of Evercade being out. Yeah. Not yeah. year four. That's fair. But in their defense, they were born to put out stuff that people were wanting to play. Yeah. You know, not stuff they were wanting to discover and, yet. So, Well, exactly. And, and here's the thing, too, is um, Pico is a good partner for them because they have an extensive library of games that they will license out. And this is just part of that. Right. Um, other than that, obviously, the Duke Nukem's because I grew up playing those games. Sure. Love those. Sure. That's, I think that's I think, a gimme. I think that's a gimme as far as the peak and what really made this showcase kind of go over and 
like, oh man, we're getting Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but uh, other than that, um, honestly, the one with the point and click adventures. Okay, I'm curious about the Amiga collection. Yeah, because they released a couple of, uh, I guess, remastered point and clicks for Xbox recently, and I just yeah. couldn't really get into them. But I think I should give them a try. So finding sure. these other new ones would be kind of added to the list. And maybe you know? it's possible. I mean, the control ports are just USB, right, on the Evercade. So maybe you can do a maybe, mouse. Maybe, maybe they'll add mouse support and keyboard support. I don't know. You know, by the time that launches. Especially or, with Amiga and Commodore sure. and stuff like that, you know? Sure. I don't know. I mean, I've played around and seen what controllers I can plug into the uh, Evercade, and there's quite a few. I mean, I've played Evercade with one of my Switch controllers or okay. my cl- classic NES uh, Switch controller with uh, one of those 8-bit do uh dongle adapters you know okay. so that's good i mean there's there's got to be a way to make it easier to play or maybe they're just going to integrate controls you know for that and and then you've got the controller mapping that's yeah. going to go you know live for everybody so yeah. i'm not i'm not on the fence about buying that one that one's you know an easy buy because of the other two games you got um flashback that's and, right. Yeah, that one um, was fun too. Another world. Another world's fantastic. Yep, and that's another one I, I've I've tried a couple of times, but I was really hard, young at the time, but really so fun. I, I didn't get into it. But I'm the only now. thing the only thing that's really a turnoff for that collection on me is when they say the console version of Flashback. Yeah, it's like, well, how is it an Amiga collection if it's a console version? And then it's like, is it the Amiga thirty two version? Is there an Amiga thirty two version? You know, and it's like. I don't know. Maybe there'll be more clarification as we get closer to launch. Right, right. I think they have our best interests at, at heart, so hopefully they're not yes. fucking us about. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down to me as a collector, how they have like this color scheme. It's like, okay, if it's a home computer version with home computer games on it, then it's blue. If it's home console, it's red. If it's arcade, it's purple. So if it's the home console version, why is it on a blue cartridge? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so you're not um, wrong. You're not wrong. Of the the four, I mean, obviously the other two titles uh, that are announced: Sydney Hunter, yep, and Collection, which I love. Spelunky, the newer yeah, game. So yeah, I think get that's those. that's going to be a great collection. It's it's a series. Sydney Hunter are a series of games I've always wanted to check out but never have. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a perfect opportunity. Yep, because it's all of them, right? Yeah, and then you're 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 supporting another indie developer exactly so excited about that and then um the other thing that the other uh of the first four was the sunsoft collection which yeah that's dude that's that's that that cart is stacked yeah and i think that's another gimme in a way yes. you know but i agree i agree that one's gonna that's be so gonna be fun. that's gonna be one of the better collections you know like if that one ever becomes a legacy cartridge kind of like they've legacy other ones where they make them out of print when I say legacy, I mean it's out of print. They're not making it anymore. So, like, the Pico Collection 1 is a legacy cartridge now because Pico lost the license to a few of the games that are on that cartridge. So, whatever's out there is out there. Yep. They're they're not producing anymore. But if the sun, they lo- if Evercade or Blaze ever loses the license to use Sunsoft and that becomes a, a legacy cartridge, because of how stacked that cartridge is... I mean, that's, that's going to be a very, very, very hard one to find down the road. So yeah, I highly recommend if you're an Evercade user, get that one. Yep. And it's going to be fun. So it's a good I, one to just have yeah. as some of your base, as your base stack, you know? And I have a feeling platformer fans are really going to uh, realize that they should have given more love to Mr. Gimmick once they play it. Yep. Because uh, I've heard about that one 
from years past. I don't even game collect. You know, I'm sure yeah. I've heard it from you and your yeah. friends, but everybody loves that game. So. Gimmick is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And then you got Blaster Master. You got Blaster yep. Master Boy, which is the Game Boy version, which I've never played. Oh, okay, it's the um, Game Boy version. Yep. Oh, okay. And then you have uh, uh, Journey to Silius, which I was mentioning was the yeah, which looks fun. Yeah, you know, I like like those kind of um, side scrollers. So, you know, Sunsoft's known for doing really well with a lot of licensed properties, like the Batman game on. Nintendo was amazing, but you're not going to see that because Blaze isn't going to be able to get the license to Batman. What about um, my favorite, uh, the Western one hmm. by Sunsoft? Western Sunsoft. It's a shooter, side-scroller shooter. Okay. Why it can't I think Super of it? Nintendo. Super Nintendo? Arcade cabinet at the roller rink. You know, it was Sunsoft? I think it was Sunsoft, yeah. Are you talking about Sunset, Sunset Riders? Riders? Is that not Sunsoft, though? No, that's Konami. Is it Konami? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was Sunsoft. That's where he got Comanche as the guy in pink. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a no, great that's, game. that's a Konami game. I guess game. I was thinking Sunset and Sunsoft, Sun. but I thought I got the Sunsoft <laughs> and then the Sunset. No, come up, so. but I mean, if I we do wrong. get a Konami collection, it'd be amazing to get, you know, that on a collection yeah. in some capacity. With whether other stuff, because that game by itself, yeah. awesome. Whether it's the Super Nintendo version, not the Sega Genesis. I'm going to be real specific there. <laughs> we don't want the Sega Genesis okay. version of Sunset Riders, but... I would rather have like a Konami arcade collection. Yeah, that would be cool. That way we get the arcade version of Sunset Riders. There's so many great Konami beat em ups that would be work great on the Evercade. But the problem is is there's a license that's tied to it, like the TMNT games or uh the Simpsons game, which never had a home console version. It had a PC version but never a home console. And that's why I'm all for trying all these indie cartridges, you know, because I'm sure yeah. the indie developers want to get their name out there. Oh yeah, totally. It's gonna be easy to get their games on the cartridge. So. Totally. So, quick question for you. Yeah. Out of the games that are out so far, it's going to be a tough one on the spot. When you say games, do you mean like... Cartridges. Cartridges, the cartridges okay. that are so out. So, the collections. Obviously, there's a lot of games out. Yeah, yeah there, I mean, we're over 400 games. So, there's two slots in the VS. Yes. Yeah, if you could pick two. And that's the only two VS. I could use? Yeah. Mm. Like, if you're going okay. on a road trip. And okay, then, and it's like the only two games I got to play for yeah, like a you week. You have no idea who's, who's going to want to play. Okay. I think Which I would... The first one would be easy because I think I'd put the Pico Collection 1 in because it's got 20 games. Okay. And there's a good variety of games. There's role-playing games, there's beat-em-ups, there's side-scrollers. And it, Is there tennis on there? I don't remember. Yeah, I wouldn't pick that one then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but so yeah. that, that, one, that, 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 that one's probably sense. a gimme uh, for the first one. Uh, the second one, I mean, I haven't played through all the games that I've uh, gotten. I mean, it wouldn't be like... Some of the early ones, like at the Atari or whatever. Would you collection. pick an indie cartridge? I might go with the Indie Heroes Collection 1, but I haven't spent much time with Indie Heroes 2. Um, there is a Mega Cat Studios game. I can't remember. Or a cartridge. I can't remember if it's Collection 1 or 2, but it's heavy on the puzzle games. Yeah. And that's probably the one I'd go with. Because there Wouldn't was... go with like the one with Micro Mages or... Probably not, because there's okay. only like three games on no, it. No, that's true. So, um, but I think I'd go with something puzzle okay. related, because there was a game on one of those collections that I really liked. It was called Romeo and Julie Cat. That's right. That was and a fun I one. And I really enjoyed that. And it's that a good game. time killer. You know, you yeah, just yeah, put it totally. On and totally. It's fair. Totally. So I think those are the two that I would be my go-to as of right now. But, like, I haven't even put in the Team 17 collection yet with and checked out the Alien Breeds. Yeah. And that's something I'm really excited to try out. And, you know, I've just barely touched... You know the Pico Collection Three I haven't even fired up Forty Winks yet, and it's well, like Duke Nukem's about to come out and everything. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, it, and and obviously, I I think that you know with the upcoming games, like if I would probably replace that 
Mega Cat Studios cart with the Sunsoft cart yeah. when that one's available. That's fair. Like as something that it's like, okay, I can only take two and I'm stuck with these for like a week. Yeah. That would be that's, it. Yeah, because that, that's my thing is, you know, because it's got two slots, so that just opens it up for, you know, bringing... I mean, I mean, they're, they're small cartridges, you know, so you yeah. can bring multiple. But yeah. Well, I mean, I it, 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 like the uh, the Evercade EXP case that came with my handheld. Yeah. It's got like a little like basket where you can put the cartridges and your charge cable in, right? Oh, okay, you know, cool. and, and you can easily fit like maybe three or four cartridges plus your charge cable in there. Do they make like a game case yet or anything? They, uh, well, actually, uh, the uh, the Founders Edition mm-hmm. came with like a game case. With it, okay, like where you slide, like but they six don't sell cartridges. one separately or anything like that. Yet. No, they don't. Okay. They don't. But uh, like a travel case, if yeah. you will. Yeah. I'm sure that there's somebody on Etsy that's made something. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's aftermarket. You know, there's <laughs> but, always aftermarket. Yeah, stuff. but as far as like directly from there, that's the closest thing, and it's like this, like little display book, more over than a travel case. Gotcha. gotcha. But really, in truth, I mean, uh, you're never, you're not really going to travel with the, the the VS, the home console version. You know, the handheld. It only has one slot, though, the handheld. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing is is it's like if you were taking the handheld with only two cartridges, you got to remember, too, when you take your handheld, you've got 18 games built in. That's fair. Because you got all the Capcom games. And then you've got all the hidden games. So just because you have only those two cartridges doesn't mean that's all you're stuck with because you can right. update the system and then get another indie developed game for the game of the month. Yeah. Or there's the hidden games by a few button presses, and some of those games are actually pretty fun. Exactly. Well, and that's why I was saying the VS, because that's more of like, you know, bring it to a family get-together, you know, and have people who... Yeah, like... like, like what's this like, thing? Yeah, like when we go, you know, get together for uh, Christmas or something, and it's just like, oh, okay, how do I... What's the best way to show off the Avocade? Yeah, yeah. To just and the bust P- it out, hook it up, turn The it Pico on. Collection 1 is great because it, it shows that what they... How much they can put on a cartridge. Yeah. And that's why I think showing one with like the PlayStation graphics, showing like the power that this thing, yeah, can, this thing can you know. play a PlayStation game. Yeah. So, so. yeah, and th- and then at that point, it's like maybe bring like the Duke Nukem with uh, the remastered games that are might be exclusive to the Evercade yeah, with Duke stuff Nukem that people 3D. Have never you know? even seen. They're just like, wait, this isn't Duke Nukem. It's like, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> yeah. So, but very cool. I'm glad that Evercade's thriving yes they i think th- i feel like they are uh i mean if they can sell out two thousand units of a console that's already out 24 hours within 24 hours it is because I mean, of a color scheme <laughs> yeah because it's limited edition and it's it's based on duke nukem because now you're attracting a whole nother fan base of duke nukem fanatics that you know the last thing they haven't gotten anything in a while and it says the same month as the game so i wonder if you'll get them at the same time when the games come out or the no console. it's gonna it's packed in with the system but i mean like if the people who are just pre-ordering the games will get them oh. first kind of thing or if they're all ready and you know yeah what I'm saying. i don't yeah i don't know i see what you're saying work, but well i mean it is coming from fun stock so it's coming out of the uk so, so be a while we'll anyways. just we'll just see what happens um i did go ahead and pre-order the games that are coming out in august which is the Sydney Hunter and the uh, Pico Arcade Collection 1. Okay. Um, I tried a different place. Uh, I'm using Video Games Plus. They're based out of Canada, and it's free shipping. That's and good. the nice thing is is the conversion rate's better from the U.S. dollar to the Canadian dollar. So it actually works out that it's only like $38 for two games. Oh, okay. Saving a couple of bucks. Um. They did have a pre-order bonus at Funstock for the two games, and then it came with a an Evercade themed T-shirt. 
but after shipping and everything and then the conversion rate and then the you know all the all the fees associated, I mean I was gonna spend a hundred bucks but just to get had a t shirt matching a shirt for your matching hat. <laughs> I have been an I ensemble. Have enough what if they release pants next? That, be a full outfit. A full outfit and and they do have a coffee cup out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. You're missing out. <laughs> I'm a fan, but I, I I do draw a line somewhere. You heard it here, guys. He's not a super fan. Not right? a super fan. <laughs> I am a fan though. Um, well, um, I apologize to all of those that didn't want to hear about the Evercade in this episode or are not fans of the Evercade, but you know, maybe this will be the least viewed or listened to episode hey. of Open by Accident. Hey, but that's not why we're here. We're here because we enjoy what we do. Yeah, and, and it's about it's, us. It's going to be in the title, so if they don't want to hear it, they yeah. won't even get this far. Yeah, so. okay. So this was our Sweet 16 episode, huh? Yeah, I guess we so. We made it to 16. Yeah, wow. We finally drive as a podcast. Yeah. In the yeah. States. In the States. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. So uh, anything else you want to add to this episode of um, a special, I guess, listen along to the Evercade Showcase I think that about does it for me. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed. This was a little something different for us and you as listeners. And uh, give us some feedback at openbyaccident at gmail.com if you liked it or didn't like it or you just want to email wanna us. want to hear both ways. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're open to criticism. Maybe. We also have an Instagram page. Give us yeah. a follow over there. What am I going to use for a picture that's related. I guess I can do scrubs. Yeah. Consider I I thought you've watched that like years no, ago. So that's never. insane to me. <laughs> never. Never. Love that show. We can Love that wait, show. you can thank Derek that he finally uh convinced me to watch it. Wait till you wait till you watch the Brendan Fraser episode. Yeah. So Is it good? I like Brendan Fraser. Oh, it's a good one. Uh and uh just a, a little spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess there's stuff on the way for you too. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. know. (laughs) That's all I know. You just know there's some stuff on the way. I just know that. It's not a Russian-made bride or something. I don't know. We'll We'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Yep. Thank you. Go buy an Evercade. Not sponsored or endorsed anyway by Blaze Entertainment or Evercade. Go buy an Evercade. Go buy an Evercade. Go buy an Evercade. Go buy an Evercade. Would you rather me uh, whisper sweet nothings into your ear? Not a sponsor, but go buy an Evercade. Evercade.